Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast and it's the first market update for uh, 2022. Yeah, we will be reporting on data that was released on January the 4th by CoreLogic um, and also providing an update of other data that we have collected throughout the month of December. So um, get your pens and paper ready to start taking some notes if you're interested to understand what's been happening because it's been another bumper month for Brisbane. And if you're not a quick writer, um, just remember that the um, the market update that Melinda does is on a blog on our website, streamlineproperty.com.au. Jump on there, have a look at it. Um, a lot of information in there, and obviously the uh, everything we talk about is uh, most of it's all in the um, in the blog for the updates. Absolutely. So, look, we're going to get straight into it because it's not a surprise to us. Um, certainly, based on what we've been experiencing in the last uh, few months here in Brisbane, is that that we. Brisbane continues to be the fastest growing capital city throughout all of Australia and that is confirmed by the CoreLogic data that was released on the 4th of January. So Brisbane is currently leading the price growth throughout all of the nation Um, and we have reached a new cyclical high in the last quarter of 2021. It is amazing to see just how high property values um, are going and just how fast they're moving and I think you know, through our own inquiry, there's a lot of frustrated buyers out there in the market who just don't understand current values because markets or rather values are moving so rapidly. It's very hard to pinpoint what you need to pay for properties in a fast moving market like we're in. Yeah. And it's still, it's still, look, I think it's still an affordable market. Um, Yes, it is moving. Obviously the the low supply um, that's putting pressure on and, and that's, that's giving that strong price growth. Um, so low supply, a little bit of it probably, look, why is it? Um, I think there's some reasons are probably a little bit COVID related. Um, we have heard and talking to agents and out and about that um, some pro- some people have actually uh, have got COVID, so they obviously can't open their home up for people to come in. Some people are a bit worried about others coming into their property, um, so they're holding off listing their property until things settle down a bit. Um, on the COVID side of things before they open it up for people to come and do open inspections as well. So that does have a little bit of pressure on that that supply side of it, I think, as well. Yeah, it definitely impacts listings because, you know, there is some uncertainty around the spread of the virus and the rapid escalation in case numbers since our borders opened in December. Obviously, we were a COVID-free city effectively until those borders opened and now you know we're getting daily case numbers exceeding 15 to 20,000 day on day so because of that there are some nervous um, individuals who just don't want people coming into their homes because of the risk of the infection spreading and then there's others as Scott mentioned and we've had these conversations with agents where you know listings that were meant to come to the market have been delayed because people have found themselves in isolation um, because they've actually had COVID so that does impact on the number of opportunities that become available for sale. Now, if we look at the CoreLogic data um, up to the weekend in the 26th of December, so we can look at the total number of listings um, that came on in Brisbane and compare that to the same period or the equivalent period the year prior up to the end of December 2020. And in Brisbane, um, in terms of capital cities, the lowest Um, level of supply down 25.2% compared to the same period last year. So, 
you know, there's a quarter less uh, stock available for sale for the number of buyers that we have in the market. Now, of course, we've always got to weigh up the supply side of things with demand. And of course, now that the borders have opened, as we predicted, demand is strong. Yeah, now I, it is a little bit of a crossover, obviously, as you understand, when Melinda does talk about and this this market update being December and what we're talking about a little bit now is obviously in this first couple of weeks in January. So it's obviously keeping you up to date with what's actually happening right now, but also this data and the information for the update is obviously to the end of um, 2021. Um, so a little bit of a crossover, but it's always nice to know what's happening now um, out and about on the ground as well. So um, buyers, there's, there's definitely buyers out at the moment. Um, we have seen up to that Christmas break, so which is a part of this update, um, obviously up to that Christmas, people did tend to slow down in those last probably week or two, I think, leading up to Christmas. Um, whether they run, decided they wanted to go on to holidays and they'd had enough and they just wanted to have a break. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely think since then and, and now, um, there are definitely buyers out and about. Um, just recently, we went to a property um, looking at, I think it was 16 offers uh, went on a property recently. So, so look, the buyers are out and about now, and that's obviously um, after this update, um, which was taken us up to, to uh, Christmas. Yeah, generally what we see um, what we see anecdotally on the ground uh, filters through to the data at least 30 to 60 days later. So that's why it's so important not just to look at data to make your property buying decisions, but understand what's happening in real time because anything that's recorded as data is based on settled sales and that settled sa settlement in Brisbane typically um, take 30 days. So um, that's a really important thing to keep in mind. Um, our team being out on the ground every weekend and obviously midweek, it gives us an indication of where we're heading and we'll definitely be able to start reporting when we see a slowdown in the number of buyers attending those inspections because that could indicate the peak of the market or you know um, a plateauing of the market at this stage we're not seeing that buyers are still out buyers are everywhere it is still very busy very um, competitive and as Scott mentioned um, no slowdown in multiple offers in the first two weekends that uh, we've been out and about since the new year so something that we have talked about previously and becoming more of a trend is obviously the auction side of it um, growing in really popular now in Brisbane, a lot more people are going to auctions. Um, I think we've talked about previously in other podcasts about some people even doing short auction campaigns, so over a couple of weeks. Um, but in December, through December, um, auction clearance rate was sitting around 72 to 75% over that three weeks leading up to Christmas. Yeah, now when we look at those auction clearance rate numbers compared to recent trends prior in the weeks prior, they were a little bit lower. So we were reaching auction clearance rates in the high 80s, even into the 90s um, on one weekend. Um, so, you know, why are we starting to see um, those numbers you know, be, be a little bit lower. It may be a seasonal factor because it was December and there were fewer buyers in the market in the lead up to Christmas. Um, but it also could be that sellers' expectations are starting to move ahead of the market. And that's something that we have spoken about on the podcast previously, especially when we had um, Justin Nickerson from Apollo Auctions join us as a guest. It does often happen in a growing market where the seller's expectations move ahead of the market and that's when we start to see some of those properties pass in. But look, it's too early to tell. Um, you can't really use December as a, uh, a, 
a month that's representative given the number of buyers do fall away in the lead up to Christmas. But that's something that we'll be monitoring in the first few weeks as auctions um, gear up into 2022. So were people just coming up here for the sunshine, the lifestyle and the holidays or were they all migrating up this way? It's a good question, a bit of both. So, you know, we do... Um, look at population growth as an indicator of demand. And it's definitely not the only contributor, uh, but it is one uh, contributor. Population growth does increase the need um, for housing. We typically see people relocate, um, put pressure on the rental market before um, they buy, be- meaning that generally people will rent before they buy. However, we know through our own inquiry that there has been a huge increase in the number of people that are relocating permanently and they are looking for a home. And of course, that creates more competition for people looking for the same amount of stock. Um, And if we look at population growth data for the 2021 financial year, interstate migration to southeast Queensland specifically, it surged to the highest level since the early 2000s. So overall, our population growth reached more than 45,900. Now, that also came at the expense of other states whose population numbers declined, especially Victoria. And I know, um, you know, a lot of the inquiry that we've had of people relocating has been out of Melbourne because of those long extended lockdowns and that are looking for, you know, a better lifestyle, more affordability and the other things that South East Queensland can provide. So they'll come up and support the Brisbane Lions in the AFL, no doubt. <laughs> Unlikely, but that's uh, always try to convert. So, so people moving up here, obviously they need jobs. Um, when you look at the um, job opportunities, uh, I believe it was up about 57% pre-COVID levels. That's right. So the number of job advertisements in Queensland seasonally adjusted was up about 57% from pre-COVID levels. So that's reassuring um, for those that are relocating that there are more job opportunities becoming available. It has always been something that has been a drawback for people moving interstate to southeast Queensland. But I think that that's a move in the right direction. Um, It's reassuring also for our local economy as we move into the early months of 2022. And the investor side of it, obviously, with so many people moving up, a lot of people have always talked about those high yields that we have here in in Queensland, um, especially in Brisbane. Um, what's what sort of what's that done with the price changes and and the growth? How how are the yields sitting that for our investors? It's a good question because over the last six months yields have been compressing. Um, that is the re- the income return on an investment that people make. Um, that is because house prices and unit prices have grown at a faster rate than the house rents and unit rents. So that's um, an indicator that the yields have been compressing. We used to be a city yielding at a median value over 4%. We're now under 4%, um, but we'll cover the yields in more detail a little later in the podcast today. Cool. Well, let's jump into some prices and see what sort of growth we've had. Um, obviously, people have been tracking this. So if we go into dwellings in, in general um, and the median prices for uh, dwellings in Brisbane. So, yeah, looking at the latest hedonic home value index data reported by CoreLogic on the 4th of January. Now, this information is available on the CoreLogic website for anyone that really wants to tap into the raw data. Um, The current median value for dwellings across all of Greater Brisbane is 683,552. So in the month of December, um, Brisbane median dwelling values grew 2.9% in one month. So that, when we look at the median value, if we quantify that price growth, that's an additional 22,000 
$353 over a one-month period in value growth. So um, it's really important for people to understand these sorts of numbers because you know, when people are concerned about having to stretch to pay an extra five or $10,000 for a property, and you really understand that the Brisbane market's shifting at a median level around $22,000 every month, you can see the opportunity cost of not stretching that five or $10,000. If you're out of the market for another two months, it's going to cost you a lot more to get into the market for the same product. So buyers need to be aware of you know, how they're framing their offers in order to actually secure an opportunity in the market given this rapid rate of price growth. Yeah, I think that's an excellent tip for people. Um, and we, we do talk to people about that, but really, really good tip there, that that cost of not being in the market, um, you know, just paying that little bit more to secure a property as opposed to sitting there for another month um, without having a property at all. So, um, look, as far as I can remember back, um, when we look at the segments and what's actually performed higher than I can't remember the last time we didn't say it wasn't the top part of it, but um, is, is that still the highest performer? Yeah, so when we um, look at the market and segment the market in Brisbane by price point, it is still the top 25% of values that are growing at the fastest rate. So in the three months to December, the top end of the market experienced 9% growth um, in those three months. Now, if we compare that to the lowest 25% of property values, definitely still growth, 7.3% growth, but at a slower rate, as you can tell. So um, it's really important that people do understand that it is still the top end of the market in Brisbane that's driving the greatest price growth momentum. Um, and for those that are you know, considering capital growth, these are the things that um, people need to understand. The highest valued properties are growing at the fastest rate in the current cycle. And I think that's important for people looking to, when we talk about those people relocating, so migrating up this way, you know, that, that part of the market where you're buying a home, um, that is the section that is actually moving really fast. So for those people that are looking to migrate and move up this way and um, as I talk about all the time, enjoy the lifestyle, the, uh, the sunshine and everything up, we have up here in Brisbane, um, that section of the market is moving. So if you are looking at that um, market, you, you need to probably think about it sooner rather than later. So The other thing with the, um, the top end of the market is generally we're looking at properties that are more scarcely located. They might be in locations that are more highly desirable. Um, there may be fewer of them because of where they're located. And obviously, um, scarcity drives uh, prices because in a high demand market, if there's fewer, um, if there's more people competing for fewer properties, um, and those properties that they're competing for are scarce, that's what drives value. So it does all come down to supply and demand. Um, typically, higher value. Uh, properties are located closer to the CBD where there's no potential to create more dwellings. Um, they might be character homes, Queenslander homes, which are very desirable for people in certain suburbs here in Brisbane. Um, so you can understand when there's one executive, um, you know, fully renovated Queensland and there's 40 buyers that are interested in that property, you can see how that can really push the prices up. Um, compare that with the bottom end of the market as you move a lot further away from the CBD, um, most buyers typically have more choice because there's more properties. Um, as you move away, there's more land, so there's more houses that have been built, um, and so buyers have more choice. Um, so there's less scarcity, and obviously even with the same number of buyers, it, there's more supply, meaning more properties available for people to choose from, and typically that's why we're not seeing as much price growth in that segment of the market. 
So if we jump into the house prizes now, I, I probably haven't done my homework on this one, but I'm thinking back in about September, October, the bells and whistles went off when we went over 700000 for medium prices. Um, what are we sitting now for houses um, in that, um, that sort of market? So when we look at the last few months, the house price growth in Brisbane has been huge month on month. In December alone, 3.1% price growth across a single month. So that's brought the new median value for houses in Brisbane to $782,967. It is a new record high. And based on 3.1% growth, that's $25,773 more than one month ago that people will need to pay for the same thing here in Brisbane at that median value level. So that's a huge rate of growth. You may recall back in November, we had 3.2% house price growth in the Brisbane market. So that's 6.3% across two months. If you're looking at comparative sales from October, you need to apply that growth factor on top of those sales values to get an understanding of what those properties are likely to sell for today. Otherwise, you will be an underbidder. You will keep missing out. If we even look at that growth, um, not on a month-by-month basis, but on a quarterly basis, that's 9.4% growth over the last three months. And if we look at the year to date, 30.4% growth in the housing sector in Brisbane from January to December 2021. Not a bad return. Mm, 30.4%. Wow. What about the unit market? We did we did a podcast uh, last week and we talked a little bit more about units and townhouses. So um, what's the unit market looking like at the moment? Yeah, picked up slightly again throughout December. We saw 1.6% price growth throughout the month. So on a quarterly basis, that uh, rounded out to 4.1% growth and annually 12.7% um, growth. So the current median value for units across all of Greater Brisbane is $451,256 and accounting for the growth over the last month of 1.6%, about $7,275 more than one month ago. So the unit market definitely performing his, up to this point at a slower rate than the housing market. But as we pointed out last week, there may come a time in the near future where we start to see um, the the buyers have an appetite for some of the smaller homes uh, being the townhouses um, or even units simply because of affordability constraints and them wanting to stay in some of their preferred locations and therefore making a compromise on the property type rather than location. So if we break that down over to 12 months um, and the growth, if you look at sort of houses and units over that 12-month period, I know you did touch it a little bit on the house side of it then, um, but just give us a bit of a summary, if you can, on the median prices growth for the um, for 2021. Yeah, I think that we um, it's interesting to see the difference in the housing market and the unit market. And if we look at the median value growth for the housing market across the 12 months from January to December, in 2021, the median value increased by 199,065. Um, so that that's nearly $200,000 of house price growth at the median value for all of Greater Brisbane. Now, when we look at the unit price growth over the same period from January through to December last year, um, the median value in units grew by $58,079. So you know, that does give an indication of how much stronger the housing market has been here in Brisbane over the last 12 months. 
Um, the growth in dollar value of houses has been 3.43 times um, greater than the growth in, in the unit value. So, you know, wasn't a bad time to be invested in the housing market in Brisbane. Units haven't performed as well. Um, as we've mentioned, there may be some shift in um, the growth dynamic in those two segments in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that will be interesting to watch. As we, as I mentioned, we talked about it a bit last week. So watch this space. Um, maybe don't watch too long. You might want to act a little bit if you want to get into the market, as, as we've talked about it, how it is moving, um, especially that housing market as it's moving along quite quickly. Um, so the investor side of it, obviously, they'll be interested in the rental market, um, obviously getting a tenant. Um, how do the how do the rent side of it, the vacancy rates stack, stack up at the moment? Yeah, so tracking vacancy rates month on month um, and looking at the December update, one point three percent citywide vacancy rate for Brisbane. That's no change from um, the month prior, so still very tight vacancy. Um, of course, we always break that down to the regions throughout Greater Brisbane just to see what's happening um, in certain pockets around the city. So if we look at the Beanley Corridor currently sitting at 0.5%, so super tight vacancy, up just 0.1% from one month ago. The CBD, it's actually um, fallen quite a lot over the month, um, was sitting at 4.7% in November, by December dropped to 4.2%, so tightening of 0.5% there. Um, East Brisbane um, dropped from 1.5% in November to 1.4% in December, Inner Brisbane, so they're the inner suburbs, 2.3% down to uh, up to 2.4%. So really small shift there. Ipswich, 0.7 to 0.9%. So up um, 0.2% between November and December. Northern Brisbane, 0.7 to 0.8%. Still very tight vacancy there. Southeast Brisbane, no change. 0.8% um, remained between November and December. Southern Brisbane, no change either, 1.4% over both months. And the final region, West Brisbane, small increase, um, moved from 1% to 1.1%. So um, nothing interesting to report there other than the big um, shift in the CBD, decline of 0.5% throughout the month. Yeah, it's all very, very tight. And that is an interesting one that the CBD has um, dropped down um, considerably there. So um, still very tight. So what about the changes in the, in, in the, um, on the rental side of it? Yeah, obviously tight vacancy rates um, can often contribute to upward pressure on rents where you've got high demand for properties. Um, and I'm really excited to say that we've actually got special guests coming on, um, Jonathan Bell from Bell Estate Agencies. Um, in the near future, he's going to give us a rental market update to help us understand what he's seeing by being out on the ground um, at property inspections in the rental market um, and also, you know, the direction of rents um, in that segment. But housing rents have demonstrated annual growth in Brisbane of 11.8% according to the CoreLogic data. Um, now, that's up a further 0.1% compared to one month ago. Rental incomes in the unit market have increased annually by 6.9%. That's also up a further 0.1% compared to one month ago. So both segments of the market showing strong rental price growth. Um, however, definitely more growth in the housing sector rather than the unit sector. And um, on the ground, so what are we seeing out and about? Um, look, as, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of buyers have come out and about. Um, I think those, those listings, as we, as we said, are, are pretty tight um, for several reasons, the COVID obviously being one of them. 
Um, but definitely seeing a lot more buyers out and about on the ground. Yeah, I think throughout December, we reported that um, some of the competition had slipped away for a few weeks. Now, I know throughout November, very competitive market, multiple offer, not uncommon with 15 to 20 other buyers submitting an offer on a single property. Throughout December, that probably dropped. Um, in some instances, only four to six other buyers may have been submitting offers. Now, that's still a lot, but um, comparatively speaking, that actually was a bit of reprieve. It was um, a bit of breathing space for those that are active in the market all the time. However, just based on the first two weeks um, of 2022, buyers are back, um, you know, and in the properties that we have already um, bid on for our clients, multiple offer on all of them, um, anywhere from about six or seven offers right up to 16 offers being the most competitive so far. But we do expect as we roll into 2022, certainly once we pass Australia Day, it seems to be a clicking point for everyone to settle into the year. Um, we do expect uh, the number of buyers to further increase. Um, and especially once we're over the wave of Omicron that is spreading throughout Southeast Queensland, potentially that will um, enable us to find a bit more of a flow um, once the, the sellers do bring their properties to the market. Hopefully that will result in a small uptick in the number of listings uh, that are available, the number of properties that we do have um, available to purchase um, and that will potentially allow some of the buyers to to, to buy and um, and move on from you know being in that purchasing space. It's a tough market. Um, there's no doubt about that despite the current wave of COVID, um, buyers are out, masked up. Um, there's a lot of people at open homes and we do expect that to continue in the weeks ahead. Yeah, it is an interesting thing when, when people are not familiar with the process and it has become, well, for us, it's become the normal really. Um, can't wait to the day we get back to negotiating with agents and, <laughs> and sellers. But if that ever happens again, I don't know. But that multi-offer, um, as, as we talk about it so many times, saying, you know, from whether there's five or 16, whatever it may be, understanding that process and, and how you actually have to be educated and know what you're talking about and know what you're looking at. Because if there's 15, 16 people going for a property and you put your best and final offer in, um, you've got to make sure you know what you're talking about. And that's obviously where we help our clients um, through that process and how that works. Um, and hopefully beat 15 or 16 just um, to secure a property because then all those other people, they're back to realestate.com and they're all shopping still in the market. So um, that is an interesting thing. People need to understand that as well. Um, I, I must admit, I haven't haven't done that weather update, but it was interesting. I, I spoke to an agent. I was at a building in Pest uh, just a couple of days ago um, and she's an agent. This is her first summer here from Canberra. Um, so she was just an update for people. It's quite humid up here at the moment um, and there's a lot of sweat going on. So uh yeah, it's interesting you come from those southern states up this way. I think you'll feel the heat a little bit as well. Certainly at this time of the year with the humidity, um, it's it's definitely warmed up, but that's why people do come to southeast Queensland to spend this period of time where they can get out to the beach, cool off, um, you know, and then they, they head back to wherever work takes them um, for the rest of the year. So we've had huge influx of um, people from all over Australia coming to holiday here. So hopefully that's been good for some of our local businesses as well. So look, hopefully that's been helpful. A bit of an update on the uh, on the market, what's happened up to Christmas, obviously post-Christmas, a lot more activity, a lot of busy people out there, a lot of buyers. Um, as I mentioned earlier, if 
you know, the amount of people that are looking to relocate up here and buy a home. If that's if that's what you're looking for and that's what you're after, reach out to us at Streamline Property. Um, always happy to have a chat. Um, you can go to our website, streamlineproperty.com.au, to make an inquiry. Um, and obviously, as I mentioned earlier, the blog with all the information as well. Yeah, one thing I will say is that some of the recent inquiry that we've had through in the last week or so, there's a lot of frustrated buyers that, um, you know, have been in the market, not just for weeks, but months, uh, months of missing out, months of watching the market get away from them. Um, we had a, a buyer that um, had a similar situation late last year. They'd been trying to do it themselves for 12 months um, and becoming increasingly frustrated. Um, the benefits of working or partnering with buyers agents is that we do get you into the market a lot faster. Um, yes, there's a fee associated with that professional service, but when the market is moving at such a rapid pace, getting into the market is really important um, so that you're not continually being priced out of what you're looking for. So if you do need that help, please reach out to us. You can make an inquiry on our website and um, we'll be in touch. Well, I will let Melinda wrap it up um, as we normally do. It's been really nice talking again. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. Um, hopefully COVID's not um, catching up on everyone too much. And um, we will be back again next week um, for another chat. Um, this year, exciting. We're, we're looking to bring in some guests, um, get out and about and have to talk to some people, obviously Q&As um, and, and open it up a bit to a few other areas. So exciting year ahead. Um, look forward to keeping everyone updated as well and what's happening in the market in beautiful Brisbane. So I'll let Melinda wrap it up as usual. It's been good to chat and we'll talk soon. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Yeah, thanks for tuning in once again. Um, and we do appreciate your uh, loyalty and we do always love to hear your feedback. Thanks for those that have emailed through. Um, and we've got some great emails from some of our uh, listeners uh, with some other ideas for future podcasts as well. So uh, we're def definitely filtering through some of those emails to, you know, prepare the outline for what we plan to talk about throughout 2022. Um, as always, please don't forget to leave us a review if you like what you hear. Tell your friends and family about our podcast and um, we hope that we can continue to add value to you throughout the year. Until next week, bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.